cliffcentral.com. All right, well, I'll tell you what is a provable long-term benefit is the fact that you should be checking yourself for all kinds of health problems. So I'm going to let Bakabantu out of here and I'm going to introduce you to, in case you haven't met him before, a really incredible guy. I mean, he's got the most unbelievable CV. He, he ran Netcare for a long time. Mm-hmm. Then he went to Discovery. He ran Discovery Bank for a long time. Now he's running Discovery Health. He's the CEO of Discovery Health, and he's going to be our guest this morning. And uh, we got lots to talk to him about. To those who do know and are familiar with the name of Dr. Ryan Noach, it's such a pleasure to have you here. How are you? Great, Gareth, and thanks for having me. Sure, good to see you. You guys are doing incredible work, and I'm really excited about what you wanted to tell us about today, which is the Wealth Fund. Now, the moment I hear that, I immediately think, oh, it's got to do with the bank and finances, but it's not. It's W-E-L-L, and this is about a way that you can take what you've already got in terms of your your knowledge base of your health, the ability for you to be able to uh, pay for things health-wise through a medical scheme and all the rest of it. But now you're going to add tests to this that allow people to know a little bit more about what's going on with them and do the regular testing to kind of keep up to date. Sounds like a good plan. Yep. The name comes from the fact that uh, we believe your health is your wealth. Wealth, right. E-A-L-T-H. Absolutely. And so we called this the Wealth Fund, as you said, W-E-L-L-T-H, a bit right. of a play on words. But nice. uh, Gareth, what was interesting during COVID-19 and concerning for us was a massive reduction in the amount of prevention and screening behavior. People just stopped doing healthcare screenings. And as a result, there was lots of undetected disease out there. Mm-hmm. And as we come out of COVID-19 now, we're experiencing a surge, a backlog in these undetected diseases. So inside Discovery Health Medical Scheme, we've created a benefit that provides a once in a lifetime opportunity for fully funded prevention and screening tests. Big extension. Again, other people always go, oh, do I have to pay extra for this now? No, no, this is free and included in the Discovery Health Medical Scheme offering. And it's an extension of the previous prevention and screening benefits, paying for a range of stuff so that we can understand our health. They're almost a reset of an understanding of our, our health. I like this. Um, and Leanne, and I'm sure yeah, you like it and too. It's, it's for, it's for the, the company's benefit too. I mean, uh, not that that's the big thing that you're, you're selling or the big idea that you're putting across, but it's to your benefit if everyone is healthy. Yeah, remember medical schemes aren't necessarily companies. Medical schemes are not-for-profit mm. organizations. They function as a mutual fund. Right. So actually it's the members' money inside medical schemes. Yes. And obviously if one's screened and picks up disease early, the long-term treatment of that disease generally comes at a lower cost. Yeah. But of much more importance than that, we'd like to know what diseases we're living with. We'd like to live a long time. Right. Like mm-hmm. the 200-year-old yeah, aspiration sure. you're speaking of. Yeah. Um, and, and knowing early and treating and managing these conditions allows us to live healthier, healthier years of living and longer, of course. Okay, so obviously screening and prevention, this has existed for a long time. And, and now that it will become more well-known to people because of this, uh, is, is it a one-off or is this something you can keep on doing? The medical scheme offers basic screening and prevention benefits and always has and pays for a health check, which is a biometric check of all your basic measures of risk. What the Wealth Fund does is over and above that extends the cover once in a lifetime, so once 
during the 2023 or 2024 calendar year mm-hmm. for a range of additional tests and additional screening oh, behaviors. Wow. Okay. And how do you unlock this wealth fund if you're already a member? Uh, well, we're about to do it for you. We're going oh, to do, uh, do this live. All right. We, so let's uh, let's get the team in here. Let's uh, let's get everybody in here. Get we'll... the party started. <laughs> Your party, Leanne. <laughs> All right. So I'm I'm going to have what tests am I having here? Yeah. By the way, yeah, you, you're going to have a Dr. simple Lynch. health check. Hello. Hello. Hi, guys. Um, All right. So just, we, what are we going to do? Like the usual blood pressure. Uh, blood, blood sugar, glucose level, check your cholesterol. Cholesterol, very good. Make right. you stand on a scale very and check good. your weight. Okay, and let's then do we this. compare that to your height to understand All if right. you're an appropriate weight. Okay, so what do we want to do first? So, uh, let me put the mic on for you there over there. What's your name? Sorry. Hi, I'm Melissa Nader. Nice to meet nice you. Nice to meet you. Good. All right. So, what do you need from me? So, what we're going to start with first will be blood pressure. All right. So you're going to. So put hopefully the it's not raised as yet. No. I don't he's, think he's so. He's been quite calm this morning, so it should be all right. Uh, 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 Nothing's enraged him yet. When, when's <laughs> the last time you checked your blood pressure, Gary? Uh, I can't remember. Probably. Yeah, that's the point. That, that is the problem, right? Yeah, that's the problem. Because people forget. Yeah, even somebody thoughtful like you. And then, <laughs> but this is the problem. And I think for a lot of us, we only do these things when there's something wrong. Yeah, because you don't always feel a high blood pressure. No. You Just can, but not always. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what, so what, why do we look at blood pressure? I mean, blood, blood, back to basics. Yeah. The problem with high blood pressure or hypertension is that we can live with it and be completely unaware of it. And if you're living with high blood pressure, it can cause damage to a whole lot of your target organs. You can land up with a stroke. You can have problems with your eyes, your kidneys, mm-hmm. your blood vessels, and your heart itself. So uh, checking your blood pressure just once as a screening test is critical because if you have a high screening test, we can send you to a doctor to make sure that, in fact, there isn't a persistently high blood pressure or hypertension. And All right. I think it, it can also can fool you it. because, yeah, go for it. Let's go for right. it. Okay, I can uh, chew gum and walk at the same time. Um, you shouldn't really talk. <laughs> Ideally, yeah, we should. You should oh, really? Somebody. I should shut so up? I'll, I'll talk to you. All right. But what's, um, what's crucial about it is that you can appear to be a physically healthy person, um, and you could have a genetic factor where, you know, you, you come from a family of, of people with high blood pressure. It's not always the, about the way you look or the, the way you exercise or the way you eat. It can just creep up on you. Yeah, that's right. A lot of hypertension, a lot of high blood pressure, particularly in South Africans, is called essential hypertension. And it appears for no particular reason at all. And as Leanne correctly said, that may well be familial. Mm. So for me, I live with hypertension. I'm on treatment for hypertension. My dad had hypertension. My grandfather had hypertension. And so although I feel completely normal, Mm. I take medication every day to keep my blood pressure down. Could also be a bit of the stress though. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, here we go. We've got some results. What do we say? Okay, so right now we have a 141 over 92 BP, Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that means your blood pressure is slightly elevated, Gareth. Now, there's no reason to be anxious about that. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what often happens is um, under pressure, we get something called white coat hypertension. And what that is, is because the whole world basically is watching you have your blood pressure now, you feel particularly uh, stressed about that blood pressure really. (laughs) And it actually does affect the numbers. Definitely affects wow. the numbers, yeah. Okay. Now do so, you want to do, uh, what is this, HIV? So it's voluntary. And yeah, yeah, we do it. Like yeah, yeah, of course. Lovely, I'm, I'm, I've opted in for everything. 
Excellent. And don't worry, you can get me the counselor and all that stuff if I've got <laughs> bad news. So shall I ask you three compulsory questions yes, if go, you don't let's mind? Go. Yes. Okay. Have you ever had an HIV test in I the past? I have a number of them. We've had some of them on We've had on ours together, yeah. Oh. Excellent. Is there any cause for concern or worry that the result may be different than what you know it to be? Um, don't think so. Excellent. All right. And do you have knowledge and basic understanding what HIV is? Yes. All right, so we unlike, covered uh, it. Unlike one of our former presidents. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have the shower ready for you and, uh, and a, no, no, and I a was, soup I meant of onions. Another, I meant another former president when I said that. Uh, I wasn't right. talking about that one. Shall we use right. the… You got a little needle there? Yes, I do. First, I need to just clean the finger. We'll use the okay. middle one. All right. Let's and do this. You ready for so, your… Yeah, yeah, of course. So, obviously, checking for this is hugely important, right, Doc? Critically important. Uh, again, HIV, you may well be living with it and be unaware. Yeah. And these days, HIV is entirely treatable. Yes. Completely treatable. Absolutely. People live a normal life. They get normal life insurance, uh, even if they've mm. got HIV. So antiretroviral therapies have changed the, what AIDS looks like. AIDS is the fully blown form of the disease, and we very rarely see that now. Sure. Fully treated on antiretrovirals, people can live with HIV a completely normal life. Now, I know you, you've got lots of data and you have an enormous amount of information, which makes it really, really useful and helpful to kind of speak to people like you about what South Africa, the general state of South Africa is. And obviously, you know, you're only talking about your members, so you can't give me stats on the whole country, but you must have some insight. What are the big things South Africans are dealing with? Yeah. Because we just mentioned AIDS, but let's just talk for a second about diabetes. Yeah and TB, yeah. and all these kinds of things. No, the most common chronic diseases, uh, well, we think of diseases as infectious and non-infectious. Mm. And what you're talking about are the non-infectious or lifestyle-related diseases. Right. And these are diseases that develop because we don't live such healthy lives anymore. If you think about the old days, people used to run in the field chasing after animals to catch them. They were physically active. They didn't necessarily eat all the fats and yeah. unhealthy refined sugars that we eat today. And so they, they lived much healthier lifestyles. So these lifestyle diseases are particularly high blood pressure and diabetes, and they're closely associated with obesity or people that are living with higher body weight than they should. How's your finger? You doing no, it's it okay? fine. Everything, it's, it's, it's working still. Was it so sore? I'll be all right. No, it wasn't sore. Yeah. I, Melissa, I Melissa's a very gentle nurse. Melissa's very good. Yeah. I mean, Thank you. By the way, I did some research and some homework on this. I went onto the Discovery website, and I went and looked at the Wealth Fund, and I saw you have to book – an appointment, it's very convenient. You go to one near you. There are a whole bunch of people all over the country. You can go and have it done. And I didn't book because I didn't know whether, you know, I was booking here or there or anywhere. But you guys are obviously going to upload this all to my profile. Now you're a afterwards. VIP, so oh, we came ooh. to you. Oh, very yeah. exciting. Okay, but, I mean, this is available to all, all Discovery Health members, so you must go and check it out. So, all right, I mean, we, we, we worried about some of these non-infectious diseases, because a lot of them can be prevented. A lot of them with a, with a good diet, with exercise, with testing, preventative stuff, you can do something about it. Yeah, them, and right? you know, you speak about exercise, it's a bit of a cliche. I mean, people just say exercise, but actually there is very strong evidence-based research now showing that exercise is probably the single most important thing you can do to prevent lifestyle disease and to prevent mental health, Absolutely. mental illness. Mm. And um, mental health problems is something that we're seeing just a flood of since mm -hmm. COVID-19. Yeah, so Should we move on to another test? Yeah, we, we actually have not got have that result, result yet? Ah. We have two. We have your glucose and your full lipogram. That's okay. your cholesterol. All right, so let's have them. 
All right, so we're Dun, looking da, da. at your glucose, random glucose, at 5.0. That is excellent, Gareth. Isn't it a bit high? Not at no, all. Completely no? normal. Is that right? Anything under 7.8 at a random glucose test is excellent. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. I knew you weren't a sweet person. No, but thank goodness. I don't, uh, this is one area you don't want to be too sweet. Okay, so thank goodness, because I actually think it used to be a bit higher. I keep a little log of my results from the last time I did them. Mm. And I think it was a bit higher, so I was a bit worried about that one. That's good. The right. ra- random glucose just depends on also what you've eaten this morning. Sure, of course. And how long ago you ate. and So there is variability. <clears throat> but as Melissa says, yours is completely within the normal range. Well, Thank goodness. All right. I see he eats, he eats a pork pie on his way to work every morning. <laughs> no, <laughs> that I'm with gravy. <laughs> that dissipated really fast. All right, what else have we got? So we have your total cholesterol. Your total cholesterol is sitting at 4.82. Another excellent reading, uh, Gareth. Okay. Anything under 5? for total value is excellent. Okay. Very All good. right. I and like then, that. And at That's Discovery, we go a little bit far and beyond. Instead of just doing total, we do a full lipogram. It gives us a better understanding of our ratios, whether the, the good cholesterol is high or the bad cholesterol. And in this case, your values are excellent. Let's talk about the very bad one, the one mm. normally people will put you on statins for. Yeah. We got 2.87. Anything under 3.4 is excellent. Mm. All right, so so far, Doc, we're doing all right, huh? Very good. Are we happy? I think you'll make it out the studio today. <laughs> Basically, you don't have to, you know, to shoot me when I get outside or anything. Don't have to put you down yet. I'm a drag on the whole medical scheme. <laughs> I'm so unhealthy that they're going to have to put me out of my misery. All right, very good. So what else are we still waiting for and what else do you want to so do? So we actually have your result for your HIV test. And? One line is regarded as negative. Ta-da! Leanne, despite all of that outrageous behavior of mine. <laughs> that debauchery. Yeah, all the debauchery. Look at me. All right, so that's very good news, obviously, too, because you want to have a good immune system. Who doesn't? Absolutely. You need this. Absolutely. Yeah. It's great news. Um, so, Gareth, all you need to do really is repeat your blood pressure check at a mm-hmm. time that the whole world isn't watching. Okay, well, we'll do and it after this. There's a very good chance that it's going to be normal. All right, and then what does that mean? All of that gets put into my file and you guys can then refer to that to look for and obviously if we picked up any things that were problems it'll help you to be able to plan something going forward so we can make sure that people can get treated early yeah look it's critically important for you because as you sit here now you have a good understanding that those risks of yours are well managed for sure non-existent and uh, you know you can go another year and in a year's time let us come back and repeat your health screening and make sure that it remains as stable as it is. If something serious was picked up, then clearly we would take you on a pathway uh, to understand and mitigate and manage those risks properly and hopefully treat you for whatever we found. Well, that's right. the best news is that all those things are treatable. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it's it's all very good here. We've got a couple of people commenting on uh, they didn't think I was healthy at all, so I'm, I'm not surprised by that at all. Do you all. exercise, mm. Gareth? I do, yeah. I do. Uh, there's some people here saying, uh, will this tell us if Gareth has ball cancer? No, clearly not. <laughs> That's from Congo, Chris. So a lot of questions on here. Um, we've got to also, 
uh, check his prostates. <laughs> Someone else. You we can do. We do can that. do that well, now if you like as well. I think I'll be all right. Thank you, Doc. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather just uh, hang on. Uh, yeah, you can take the gloves off of Melissa, and then we'll see. All right. So, that, what else did you need? You needed to do height and weight. Yeah, I think it's very important. All right, let's do, do this. Quickly, so. Do you still um, use BMI as your main? Measurement? Yes, absolutely. BMI is relevant. BMI stands for Body Mass Index, and it is uh, a, the relationship between your height and weight so that mm. we can get a height-adjusted weight. Uh, over time, what we've realized is that we actually need a third measure to adjust BMI, and so what we do now is we measure a waist circumference, mm -hmm. and we do a waist circumference-adjusted BMI. So, for example, I'm relatively muscular. I train in the gym every day. Yeah. And so my BMI actually looks high. But if you measure my That's waist, the thing. Yeah. If you measure my waist, my waist is is small. It's well within yeah. in normal. So my waist-adjusted BMI is completely normal. And I suspect Gareth's would probably be a very similar situation. And you do know that if I was taller, I'd be thinner, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hence the need for a BMI. Yes, exactly. So at the moment, Melissa is uh, measuring Gareth's waist. Yeah, uh, I don't know if people can see it online. Is it is it true as well that um, for men, men generally carry fat on their internal organs more more than they do on the out out? Uh, out all of all body. people can carry visceral fat or mm. fat on the internal organs, um, and uh, you know we can't measure that accurately through these techniques. Um, yeah. There are some tools that we use in a more sophisticated health check, like an in-body scale, yes. which gives us an idea of visceral fat content. And that's very relevant because if we're carrying a whole lot of extra fat in our liver, we can develop a condition called the fatty liver syndrome. And that's st the start of a metabolic syndrome together with potentially high blood pressure and, and other poor health you can land up with deranged liver enzymes, problems with your liver function, and can lead to other complications. Cirrhosis. Well, at its very worst stage, but yeah. hopefully not. Yeah. So Leanne asked you about um, BMI, and I'm just curious about that because obviously, you know, we've we've the, the definitions there are, are, are very different to what perhaps people would consider healthy or obese or overweight or any of those things. Now. What what is the what is the BMI that you regard as being healthy? Yeah, because, anything I mean, anything know. below thirty is considered a normal BMI. Yours we've just calculated at twenty seven point five. Wow, Correct. Um, look at you. And so your your body mass index is completely in the normal range. So above thirty, we say that's overweight, and above thirty five, it's classified as obese. Okay. And as Melissa did for you, we measure your waist circumference. So if your BMI is high, but you've got a normal waist circumference, probably means you carry more muscle mass, uh, typically. Right. So, but your BMI is completely normal, Gareth. So you're in good shape. Right. Okay. So so far, no problems. So far, so good. You can have that I've other pork a, pie I've that you a, have on I've your way a, home. No, I've got a birthday on Saturday, so I wanted yes. to, you know, make sure I make it to the birthday. <laughs> we think you should go with your shirt off. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not Dr. Ryan Noach. All right. Well, I mean, this is all very good. I think um, someone says here, Gareth was worried about getting on the scale because it'll scream one at a time, please. Uh, but we don't have to worry about that, <laughs> right, Melissa? Yeah, thank you very much. Just uh, These are very insulting questions from our listeners. I didn't expect anything uh, better from them, though, to be perfectly honest. All right. So the, these are the tests. Are there any others that you do as a part of this, this whole process? Or are, are, is that the sum total? So we actually go a little bit further for over 65-year-olds. We do an audio test for them and we do… Sorry, a what? An audio test, like a Sorry. hearing. <laughs> hearing. A what? 
<laughs> testing one too. <laughs> you got a big problem with Leanne. She trust me. <laughs> um, and um, just an eye screening for them as well. So that's the functional yeah. over the sixty-five year old test that we All do. All right. It's got a little while to go before I get to that. But I have had my eyes tested regularly. All good. Which you eh? should do anyway, right? Just get all of this stuff. The more tests you have, Doc, the better. Absolutely. And, you know, in addition yeah. to the simple health screening check, um, if there's one message I would leave with your viewers, your listeners, it's, it's really to consider cancer screening as well. Yeah. Um, and now, what does that entail? Yeah. Well, you know, the, most, the single most common cancer we see at Discovery Health Medical Scheme is breast cancer. Right. And I heard you t- talking earlier about That's for Ange- women and Angelina men. Jolie. It is, but no. breast cancer Mostly in men not. is very, very rare. Men have uh, very little breast tissue. So the majority of the time, women. It's the most common cancer on the medical scheme. And there was a 23% reduction in the number of mammograms done from pre-COVID to during COVID. People were scared of the healthcare system and stopped going for their mammograms. That's terribly sad. It means Mm. there's people walking around out there with early breast cancer that just don't know. And so, uh, you know, for women... Go for a mammogram. So, I mean, they always say feel for the lumps first, but even if you don't find them, it's a good idea to go for these regularly. Some of those changes that we see on mammogram are microscopic and you won't feel them in a lump. We can find pre-invasive calcifications or hardenings of the breast tissue that could well be the beginning of a cancer. Um, and, And those are important to pick up on a mammogram and can be then properly managed. You can land up preventing breast cancer entirely Right. Or picking it up early enough that it's entirely manageable. And the second most c- common cancer we see uh, at Discovery Health Medical Scheme is prostate cancer, and clearly that's in men. Mm-hmm. Um, and there again, we saw a uh, what did we see? A thirteen percent reduction in screening between pre-COVID and during COVID nineteen. Um, and again, a very easy thing to screen for a blood test uh, mm-hmm. for something called prostate-specific antigen, which is a marker of prostate activity. And could Who be a marker of cancer. I think I had that done cancer. like a year or two yeah, ago. Yeah, you did. Oh. And uh, the urologists say that typically you should actually combine it with an ultrasound, a sonar hmm. of the prostate to see that it's not enlarged and a digital examination. And um, as we offered, Gareth, you, you know, are you no, sure I don't you don't want I'm yours not in a hurry to yeah, do that yeah. one this morning. It's going to be difficult to film, right, Romolemo? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He'll That's just he'll zoom anyone. in on your face. <laughs> <laughs> and your, your eyes right. as they go big. Very, yeah, exactly. Very, very <laughs> and, good. And then the, the third most common cancer, so the top three, is actually colorectal cancer. Yes. And when you col- need a col- colonoscopy. Yes, and colorectal cancer for people over the age of 50, uh, unless you've got a family history or you're at particular risk. Otherwise, over 50, we suggest that you go for a colonoscopy and at the same time probably a gastroscopy, mm. which you can have done once every 10 years if it's normal. Yeah. I had mine done last month, um, and uh, uh, you know that's actually a pretty simple procedure, but really important to know what's going on inside. Oh, I've had a I've had a gastroscopy, and that involved um, quite a heavy sedative, um, so that you don't really know what's going on when it happens. Yeah, the actual procedure is you, you don't remember it at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of speaking of that, I actually had a full uh, total hip replacement um, six weeks ago. Look at her. She's she's up and about. She's doing you like look amazing. She's doing jumping jacks. <laughs> I was actually only supposed to start driving on Friday, and I've been driving for two weeks already. Okay, you're that kind of person. Yeah, breaks the rules. I breaks just the rules. I had a very quick recovery. Good Got surgery. No pain. Um, still a little bit of muscular pain from that I need th- released through physio. Hmm. 
But uh, no, I'm, no, I'm no ready for the page. next one. Now I have to have the no, next one. You have one. to do the other side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's either that or we're going to attach wheels to her. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't so sure that was a good idea. But it just made me think: there is no way in hell I could have had this operation if I had to, if I wasn't on medical aid and if I'd had to have paid for it. And it made me also realize how many people were talking about how people didn't look after themselves during COVID. That's like the the norm in America because you have to have you have to wait months to get a doctor's appointment. Yeah, um, and it. Uh, they've got such a terrible uh, medical system there that you've got to pay for everything yourself. And there's so many people that are walking around with undiagnosed skin cancer and all of these things because they just can't afford it. Uh, In the private healthcare system here in South Africa, we take for granted the access that we have. Um, We have amazing access relative to developed healthcare economies around the world. Um, And, you know, medical insurance is actually about those once-off large costs. Um, You know, we hear people complaining about a two rand or a five rand co-payment in the pharmacy, and that is, of course, important and relevant and our role too, and we don't wish to escape that. But actually, uh, an event like a hip replacement, which costs on average about 180,000 rand Mm -hmm. for the event, I'm not sure what yours cost. Yeah, I think it was 170. Yeah, so that's about the average cost of a hip replacement. Uh, you have to have insurance if you're absolutely. If, if you Aren't you impressed with the way he just pulled that out of the, his, his brain? He's like, "This is how much it costs." <laughs> that's that's he, good he, stuff. He should get a raise. <laughs> I He's the boss, Lee. I, I second He's that. He's the boss. I know. I second that. <laughs> Everybody's also, got a boss. I mean, I look at how um, my mom, for instance, had a, a stroke, and she was in neuro ICU for a year. Wow. Sure. <laughs> I mean, that cost was yeah in the millions. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're just. So many people who just would have died. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Those and those costs sneak up on you. Um, my my closest friend uh, always says to me that he, uh, you know, we, he's weary, he's our best client because he never claims from the medical scheme until he fell off a motorbike three weeks ago <sighs> on a trip through Namibia um, and a million rand bill, right? Oh my god! Um, and you you just can't afford that unexpected expense if you're not properly insured. Yeah, for sure. I was gonna say I'm one of your best clients because I haven't claimed for years. But yeah. please, I'm God, gonna, keep it that I'm way. I'm just gonna touch Fine. wood. Yeah, and you should be thankful for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not resented at all. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Melissa, you do lots of these all the time. Um, how do you uh, how do you deal with uh, so many people in a day, and uh, you know, are all of them pleasant and friendly to you? Because you're very sweet and kind. Oh, thank you. You far too. Do kind. you work at the Discovery Building? Yes, at oh, okay. Because you've got DP. you've got a little uh, clinic in there right now, right? That is correct. Oh. We have a client center in there. I'm sorry, by the way, that it it was so far for you guys Such to a come. Long drive. <laughs> you know, to come right across diagonally across Only the road. Only a pleasure for you, yeah. Gareth. <laughs> So we work by appointments more than anything. We do take in walk-ins, but we have quite a lot of wellness specialists, fully functional center to assist you. So that's quite good. And for this this screening test, Gareth, you can go to your GP, your general practitioner. Many of them do these tests. They can send the results. Yes. Uh, You can go to a pharmacy. Uh, We've got some discovery stores around town. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you can go there or you can book with by certain biokineticists and other wellness providers. It's all available on our website. Awesome. And then it all 
goes into the same system as vitality and everything else? Absolutely. You get your awesome. points. I'm if getting you're a some vitality member, okay, you are. Good. We'll make right, sure I you like get that. your points. Yeah. Very nice. Dr. Ryan Noach, it's a pleasure to have you here. And I hope we'll get to see you again soon because there are lots of people with uh, plenty more that they want to ask you. And I know that you've got uh, to run because you've got m- important meetings and things to deal with now. But thanks for coming through and giving me my personal results. I mean, I like that. Melissa, Thanks for having us. It's not often he's the one who's uh, giving you the Thanks explanation. Thanks for spending right? time on this very important no, topic. No, sure. I think yeah. it's hugely Thanks important. For us. And thank you. That's okay. Dr. Ryan Noach, CEO of Discovery Health, and uh, Melissa, who came and did the test for me. So both of you, thank you very much. Lovely to see you both. Thanks, All right, girls. Leanne, i got a clean bill of health. Okay. Well, at least slightly I thought you were going to say, now you. Please, no. I've had enough probes in me in the last. <laughs> now you. <laughs> All right, let's do, let's do Leanne's next. That's very good. <laughs> that would be scary. All right. Uh, So I think that there's some useful information here. And I think lots of people who uh, are very concerned about whether or not they are, I don't know, keeping tabs on all of their own health questions. I think these are the questions that you need to ask yourself. And these are the tests you need to do. So very, very good.